You wanted me to do some spoken word thing, some poetry thing. Yeah, your poetry's um, lit, by the way. Oh, I haven't watched all of it, it, but from what I've seen oh, so far, there's um, there's like you know what it is, yeah. Not to make it bare spiritual and stuff, but I feel like oh, we could do that, bro. Man, just come back and do that ayahuasca. We could do that. Come on, I love that. But it's, there's like a soul. I can I can feel the soul. Yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying it comes. It doesn't just. It's not like shallow. It's not just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying so. I feel like sometimes that gets lost on the internet a little bit, though. Yeah, you know what? That's the thing I wanted to get into as well today. Yeah. Because basically, I watched the episode you've done with Hebs mm-hmm. as well, and you spoke. I think a couple of times you mentioned um, like how we portray ourselves mm-hmm. and how people receive us as well, mm-hmm. it? and it made me think about something, yeah, which is going to lead. I'm going to explain, and then it's going to lead to the question, yeah. Is around, you know, like if you go to a place, you go to a building, and every single day there might be a different receptionist. Mm-hmm. We have a different experience, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, of course. The, so to some extent, it's like, obviously, we are responsible for how we come in there, like what we wear or mm. how we talk and whatever. But the person that's receiving us as well, they have a responsibility to how to receive us and shapes that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, my question is like, what do you think, in, within that metaphor, what do you think is the best way to receive people in life? To be open is mm. the best way and to not... And the reason why I can answer this so clearly is because I've, I've read something about this. Yeah. There's a book I've read, one of my favourite books from Malcolm Gladwell called talking to strangers mm. and the premise of the whole book is essentially you don't know shit about people mm. and you have to treat people like a blank slate and just mm. get obviously it's human nature to sort of um assume things about people based on our experience mm. like i might think to myself ah oh, you're like this because you remind me of this one and that and that person but you're nothing like that person so i have to treat you like with a blank, clean slate, but also understanding that you're a human being that's coming with your own past journeys, your own past happiness, your past sadness, your past yeah. everything that 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 dictates the way you see the world and in such dictates the way you see people. So the best way to do that is literally just to be blank. Mm. For me anyway, to be blank and not make any assumptions on people. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like coming detached from... The biasness, it's exactly that, bro. Yeah, like yeah. You said it naturally. They touch on because we all have unconscious biases, yeah, like all of us. You know what I'm saying, yeah. um, and it's based on our environment and where we're from. Like mm. you're from around here, so you might have a different unconscious bias of me than someone that's from Midlands or someone that's from that's from Chiswick. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like we have to kind of kill that. But you know what it is, yeah. I, I, I like what you're saying about that as well. And, but there's not many people who can. Like be aware of that that they have a bias in first place. Exactly. Kinda, you know, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like going. You know, it's that thing of like, do you think about your thinking? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like realizing, yo, like actually, why am I? Thinking you know, you know, stuff? it's funny because it's like I don't know if you've if you've heard about that story. Literally the other day, it was this week. It was all over the flipping news that um, that black lady that went to the Buckingham Palace. And oh, yeah, yeah, that person yeah, was bro, like, where are you from? Where yeah. you really from? Da, 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 leaning on her. Where mm. you from? Da, 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 da. That's unconscious bias, blood. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know what? I was having a conversation about it with someone yesterday and I was like, blood, she's worked for the royal family nearly, nearly however many years, probably all her life. She's been in that circle, in that vibe. And the royal family, they're colonial powers. Yeah. All they know is colonialism. Like if you're brown, they probably run your run the country yeah. you're from. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So wait, that, like, that's why they're looking at you. Like, you're, you can't be from here because you don't look like you're from here because we, we've seen the world. We used to run it. Mm. That These are unconscious biases that I don't think people kind of, obviously it's still bad what she said. It's still bad how she was treated. Yeah. But in the same way, it's like. You, the same, it's, it's understandable. It's not, not to justify it. Like, just, that's that's, that's exactly that. It's understandable. That. It's like, that's that's like, her experience. Isn't it? it's that's just, what I'm saying. It's like when, yeah. it, when, when it comes to these situations, I was saying to myself, obviously like things like that, 
and racism stuff like that is unacceptable. But mm. you have to ask, how old is the person that's that's doing that? What sort? What? It doesn't make it any better. But bro, if you're if you're a white person, you're seventies and eighties, and all you've known is a certain time and a certain period, like you're likely are going to be slightly racist or have some type of unconscious bias to you. Yeah, yeah. You just have to accept that in the world. You know what I'm saying? No, no, just, it, it, it prompted <laughs> just, me to make sure my things yeah. inside it. No, no, no. Awareness. Um, but yeah, no, do you know, do you know, but do you know what the thing is, yeah, like when it comes to like experiences and people being shaped by experiences, yeah, my thing is like, cool, that's their experience, but is it adding value? And it's like, the thing is like, if it's not adding value, then... But value to who though? That's the thing, it's obviously value subjective. I didn't mm. love saying value subjective anyways, mm. but value to them and value to other people. Mm. I think, I think the best value or the best way of being selfish in life is when... You gain something by being selfish, but other people gain at the same time. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. That's true. But it's, but that's why I said it, it's it's value to who because mm. I might be providing something that I think is value, and you mm. might think it's a piece of shit or it means nothing to you. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's a. I, I think for me, it kind of comes from the idea of how do you want people to feel in your presence and in your mm. energy. And you can't always control how people feel. Like I could be the nicest person in the world and someone's still going to think I'm an arsehole. That's just yeah. how it goes. But, and so I don't know, especially lately, I've been more conscious of just trying to not even be a decent person because I think I'm a decent person anyway. Mm. But I just making sure I'm putting that type of energy out in, in the people that I'm with. I, I, up until it gets to the point where I'm compromising who I really yeah. am, do you get what I'm saying? But yeah. it's these type of things are what's important to me. Like how mm. people, not how people receiving me, but what type of energy are people getting? What type of energy am I giving off? Mm. You know? I think yeah. when you get a bit more worldly, but I'm, uh, bro, again, I've just come back from Peru, Manchester, Ayahuasca, I went to the whole realm, it was a different thing, so. You know what, <laughs> don't tell me about that, because I've never done anything like that before, and I heard that, yeah, the experience. Ayahuasca is a... You know what it is, journey, even though obviously you're gonna, you can try and describe it, it's just, I think it's one of those where, until people do it and experience it their own way, I think it's probably what... Well, well, one thing I'm going to say, you've got to be ready for it. If you're gonna do it, maybe we say, Oh, you gotta be ready for it. I that was just like to me now, just whatever it is, what it is. What would you say like what one like what was the outcome for you from that experience? Like what made I'm it? still figuring it out. Yeah. Which is the info which is the But the I can feel, I can feel, you know what it is, I can feel the and I can I can see there's a little bit of like freshness of the experience. Is it? And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's still bro, I was there like yeah. I mean, I was only there last week. Do you know what I'm saying? I didn't feel back last week. But um it's there it's there's definitely a lot to figure out. I think what I was mm. done is done two things. And the more I try to talk about it, the more I sort of break it down a bit more. One is it put certain questions that I had in myself. Mm. It, it became, it, it made those questions a little bit more vivid. It could put them to, to a brighter light, I think. Yeah. And now they're a bit harder to ignore. So I must do, like for example, a question of like, you know, when it comes to my creativity and what I want to do, like what mm. I want to put out in the world, what what effort and energy I'm putting into certain things versus myself, for example, and I put that in quotes because not just myself as a being, but myself as in what I want to do. Mm. Those questions became more apparent and harder to ignore. Um, but also I think it started a journey for me. Mm. I think I, I always say to people, like I, I lost part of myself in Peru and in those mountains, but I also found a big part of myself and it mm. started a whole new journey for me. Where it's like now I've got a whole bunch of new things to figure out. Mm. Um, but it's a, it's a crazy thing though, bro. It takes you on highs, it takes you in lows, it takes you places where it's like, bro, I, bro, I don't, don't really <laughs> want to be here, bro. I don't yeah. want to experience this shit. But yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Man, that sounds deep, man. How, how'd you get your name, by the way? Louis, well, Louis, Louis the Hippie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, you know, someone starts laughing on questions like that. You know, you know, it's gonna be good. 
So uh, at first I wanted to make a, a creative agency And I kind of did Called House of Hippies Which I still have mm. I just And I'll be pushing a lot more But I think the hippie vibe came Because I, I sort of done a complete 180 With my life um, I always say When my friend saved my life Because he was the one That said Oh we should go uni We should go uni And I was an ongoing uni Like yeah. I was doing the gang thing I was like bro like I'm just It's not like I was stupid bro I'm quite academic Do you get mm. what I'm saying um, so for me to not go uni now, thinking about it would be like mm. the most insane. I didn't finish it, but it would have been the most insane thing for me not to have done. But that's just me personally. Mm. Um, it didn't obviously I didn't finish it, so it didn't probably wasn't the best option. But it was a good option because it took me out of an environment that that I was in and put me into a different environment. Like for it, example, it broke I, the pattern. Of, it broke hundred percent. It broke a pattern, and I was able to just. See, find peace in just walking on the street without having a borrow on me, for example. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm just seeing mandem and not thinking are any of them ops. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's type. A, that's that's that, a big. That's a big shift, bro. Man. It's the yeah. type of peace of mind. It's a freedom of mind that I can't really explain to people unless you literally come out of that environment mm. for a little bit and you open your eyes and you realize, wow, the streets aren't normal. This isn't. It's normal to me, but it's not how normal people live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And understanding that gave me a new sense of peace and new sense of freedom. Them and I suppose that's where the hippie thing came into it. Um, plus, I started smoking weed as well. I started smoking, I started smoking weed late in my life. Like I was yeah, like yeah. 21 when I first started. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. unusual. Usually, everyone starts early, man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I tried a couple of times, then didn't really work for me. But yeah, yeah. But it was like, I think that I was going through that whole era as well. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a hippie, man. Because I was just, yeah. I just had a complete change of mindset, bro. Like, there's some people now, especially at a period, and even now looking back at the some people that look at me and think, wow, like, bro, you've changed. Like, I can't be like, happy mm. for me, but I can't believe that you've made this transformation because what I was doing before yeah. was. Do, do you know what? Would you say, like, I can kind of relate to that to some extent, obviously, with my own experience and stuff, but I think for me, I just felt like I became more myself. Mm. And I look back at the other person I used to be, I used to be like, was that really me? Like, that, mm. was, that wasn't really me. So I felt like over time, yeah, I just became myself. Like, mm. do you feel like you became yourself, or do you feel like? Yes and no. At, at times, I still feel like I am that guy, bro. Like, and it, mm. it's difficult at times. I have to remind myself. It's you know, you're not that type of person anymore. It's easy. So, like, for example, it's easy for a friend to have a situation. You think, what? Blah, let's just go there and boom, boom. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, chill. Yeah. You know all of that stuff. Yeah, it's all it's all like learning. It? It's like, yeah, it's kind of like. And that's I've got another question for you as well on that as well. But it's kind of like it's it's part of it is being in a certain environment, mm. right? And we're learning, we're watching other people do certain things. And it's like watching the watching the movie. Mm. You know, when you watch a movie and it's like you start Yeah, it, it definitely it definitely was thinking back of some of the things I used to do and things I've done, it does definitely feel like because it bro, I'm not gonna mm. some of it some of it would be a good film. Like, like bro, listen, if you if you grew up in Italy, yeah, yeah, would you be a different person? 100% Yeah so it's the, the environment Does have a part to yeah, play yeah, Remember course, people usually go like Oh it's like Like they say Oh you, you can make your own decisions You can overcome anything you want No that's disingenuous To the human experience Yeah bro. that's that's what we're saying <laughs> but, but I think it's a combination of both you know? yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. Like there's an environment And obviously like We know that that plays a part And there's also like How can we empower ourselves To make better decisions To you know, navigate that environment You know you know, I think I, th and I think this is something That people misunderstand Is the fact that In order to make A certain set of decisions You need to have A certain foundation first mm. And from there Your decision making You know It, it, it accumulates yeah. But if your foundations Are completely shattered Or it's different Your your thought process Is going to be different So your decision making Is going to be different mm. Our one plus one equals two Is fine But our twos look different Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? That's just fact. 
So, um, well, no, even fact, it's, just, it's perspective, which is what we're talking about. But it's a, it, I think people downplay that sometimes. It's mm. a little too conservative to say, oh, well, you know, you could just think this and da da da. Yes, you can to a degree, yeah, but yeah. you have to have the setup first, you know? Yeah, and and it, it takes time to build that foundation. It's not, yeah. it's not a one night thing. And sometimes it's a, you know, seeds are planted and it takes a little while to grow exactly. into and all of that stuff. Exactly. It's a, yeah. a, a lot of, I, I think a lot of people downplay how much childhood has an effect on us. Mm. You know, you don't ever really grow up like you do to a degree, but you are, yeah. there's still things inside you that make you happy, that trigger you the same way it did when you were seven years old or six years yeah. old or whatever. I'm still figuring, figuring that shit out to this day. I, I think, like, it's, a, I think yeah. it's, a, it's a journey that everyone sort of continues to have. Mm. I, I would hate to feel like I've stopped trying to figure myself out. I yeah. think that's a little bit arrogant of me. Yeah, but it's, I think there's also that there's like a, sometimes it's like a wall, yeah, and mm. it's like like parts of myself are over the wall. Mm. I just haven't broken that wall, you know. Like yeah, there might be like hard. a little crack, and it's just like that's hard, you know. what I'm saying it's slowly. What, just, what, what do you think's over that wall, Fee? What, what do I think is over the wall? I'm not sure yet. That's the thing because I can't see it, but I know there's something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know there's something there. I just don't know what it is yet. That that's purpose though. That that's you. That that's whatever's above the, uh, uh, on the other end of that wall is, yeah. is purpose. And I think I don't know. Maybe you have your purpose. Maybe you found it. Maybe it, I think purpose changes all the time. But yeah. I think it's a good thing to have to know that you have more to yourself, or there's more that you can give this world. And you just need to find it. I think that's a beautiful place yeah. to be because you make you become so inquisitive to things. Yeah, yeah man. I'm, I'm I'm on a journey, and I think you know what? I feel like it's not. Does it ever stop? Like. I wouldn't want it to. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get to a point where I'm like, my journey's finished. Yeah. Because the reason why as well, because it's like what you're saying, you know, it's the environment. And as years go on, the environment changes all the time. Mm. So if you're not changing with the environment, then mm. you're going to be left behind, bro. Whoever's not growing is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, man. I think like, even even with you, yeah, I don't, know, I don't want to get into all of that too much anyways. But even with you, for example, now that I think about it, obviously you were in a certain environment, right? But, you did. You could have made different decisions. You could have been in a different place. I could have, and yeah. I nearly did. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? I nearly did. And again, it was my environment. It was people mm. around me or a particular person around me. I said, nah, bro, this is the second time you've been stabbed in your head. You need to stop. You're getting beef every week. Like, I'm not a victim in it. As much as I say that, I'm not a victim in it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same speed, I was getting beef like every single week. Some of them were a little scrapes. Some of them were a little bit more serious. Yeah. And it's like, bro, shit needs to stop. Yeah. And when I think about it, I was young, I was like, what, 18, 19? I already had friends that had died before that. I had friends that died after that. Mm. And it was just like, I, but I never thought of it like that. I just kind mm. of thought that like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I was never so sure of being on the roads as much as I was at that time at that age. And yeah. I, I, honestly, looking back at it now, but then it makes me understand kids of today. Mm. It makes me understand where they're at. And I think to myself, all these initiatives, it's like, oh, you know, get the kids off the streets, put the knives down, da, da, da. they're not hearing that, bro. Because yeah, you're not changing that. the environment. Yeah. And that's a bigger question. I, I think sometimes we talk too much about these little initiatives and these little policies that we could put in place, but we don't talk about the social economic environment that yeah, people are yeah, in. Yeah. That, Causes them to have a certain mindset that keeps yeah. them in, it keeps them in the cage. Blood, you get what I'm saying? I, I, can't I love the fact they're getting into that because that's, that's what I was gonna. But it's true. I can't yeah. tell a man to put the mash down 
but he still lives on a block mm. where 10 people have got mashes on them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bro, stop selling drugs. All your friends sell drugs though. Mm. <laughs> like it takes a strong mind, no matter what age, whether you're nine, whether you're 19, whether you're 49, mm. bro, it takes a strong mind to see what everyone's doing and saying, no, I'm going against that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And that, that, that has to be a perspective shift, isn't it? Of course. And I, and I think like I'm a, I'm a believer of like conversation. And mm. I think the, the only real way to make any change in the world is through conversation. 100%. And at any level, it's like, you know, if you're talking about, you know, I, I know that corporate companies are fucked up anyways. They, mm. they play with people's money and do all of this shit and then mm. get bailed out and all of that nonsense anyways. But, like, I think even someone at that level, if they had a conversation with the right person and shifted a perspective, they could do a complete U-turn as well. You know what I'm trying to say? So I think, I think it goes for yeah. every single level yeah, in life. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Co- Conversation, like. but you know, it's true. It, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to therapy or anything like that. If I have, if I've been, yeah, yeah, I have. I have. Is it? That's yeah. the, see, I'm the I'm the guy. I would talk with my friends to go therapy, but I haven't been myself. Yeah, I would love to do, and I should do. I've done uh, I've done three sessions, and that was it. Is it? Yeah, I've done couples therapy, but I didn't do that. Yeah. I've done that like, one therapy session of myself, yeah. and I just did. I actually done it because um because my friend, very good friend of mine, he's he done it. And it was like, he was telling me how sick it was. Is it? I thought, you know what, let me, because there's a couple of things I was dealing with as well. Mm. I thought, you know what, let me just like, try it, you know? Because I think before that as well, like my perspective on it was like, that if I'm doing therapy, I'm sort of like weak, but actually it's, it's, a, it's a sign Is of strength. It? It's like, yeah. Why did you used to think that though? I always find it I interesting. Know, just, I, I, think I've, I think I've learned that from other people. It's like, and what I've seen and observed in the world, isn't it? It, mm. just, it just seemed like it. Or maybe that's the, something I was projecting out there. Or mm. That's something that I thought, but I've completely like had a U-turn on, on how I perceive it, man. I, I always find it interesting when people say stuff like, oh, you know, therapy and talking is, is weak. Like I get why people may come to that conclusion. Yeah. But I always find I always think to myself, bro, you've never had a good conversation with somebody. Mm. Sometimes that feeling afterwards, even though you might feel a little bit vulnerable, sometimes getting that insight is the most powerful feeling in the world, bro. It could really charge you and think, yeah. you know what? Boom. Like I've had some real um vulnerable conversations with friends that have just completely shifted my day, my week, or just what I've done. Like I can remember a few conversations or a few moments that I've had where I've been vulnerable that has shaped what I do for the next couple of weeks, months, whatever. So um, I think we're missing a trick there. Yeah, I think, and, and like I said, I think I've learned that. I don't think that's a perspective I've had. Mm. Like, oh, if that was within me, like internally, it's just something that I picked up mm. while going through. And I was like, you know, actually, why did, then I started questioning myself, like, why do I feel like that? And and I think doing like more work for young men as well. Mm. I do this thing called Man Talk and I run like that's sessions true. with young men where we just we talk about what's it like being a man and you know the biggest misconceptions of being a man and we that's talk about so all of these dope, different bro. things, that's which so is dope. obviously it touches on the mental health aspects and yeah. all these other different things. But after having that space, I've realised that there's a need for that. Yeah, and I've realised that there's a big like misconception on, you know, if men can talk and if they can't. And, and the highlight so far for me from running those sessions as well, like every single person in there said, I've never had access to a space like this. Mm. You know, so you know, so mad. It's people have this, especially men. We have this misconception of, well, if I talk, what's that going to do? Because no one's going to come and solve my problems. But it's like you think to yourself, sometimes talking isn't about someone coming to solve your problems, and, mm. and that's a man thing. We're all, we're so solution based. That's why we, sometimes we're not the greatest speakers when it comes to we're not the greatest people to open up to when it comes to women because yeah, yeah. we give women solutions and sometimes they don't want solutions. But 
when we kind of move away from that solution-based way of thinking and you realise that talking sometimes isn't about someone giving you the solution. It's about mm. you freeing your mind or opening your mind and releasing a burden to then find solutions or yeah. different ways for yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Someone I, might come I, around. I, I like the way your mind works, man. Is it a thing? I appreciate yeah. it. But bro, it's because it's I love what you're doing. Like I, yeah. like I understand... Like, I, I get the whole, well, if I sit down and tell you this, that, and the first gun in my life, you don't have the answers. I get that. Mm. But that burden coming off me, all of a sudden, it's like, like, for example, I was having a conversation with a friend who was, who was going through some shit. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going through this, that, and the third, and da, da, da. And him opened up to me, was like, you know what, bro, I feel you, because I was going through the same thing, and da, da, da. All of a sudden, we've connected in a different way. We're really good friends, but we've connected in yeah, a different yeah. way. And all of, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm kind of, he's, he's telling me about what he's going through, I was obviously being there for him, not pushing my my thing onto him too much. Mm. But in the same way saying, bro, you know what? When I was in this sort of space, this is what helped me. And I know that there's an end to it because I've been through it. Mm. And all of a sudden he was then finding solutions for himself that works for him. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. that's what the conversation done, bro. It mm. gives, it's, it's, it's their tools. They're not just hammers. They're different types of tools. You get what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, yeah, man. But with the freeing up the mind thing, I think... Um I think you're definitely right, man. And I think there's different ways of doing it. Sometimes some people journal as well. Mm. Some people write. And it's just, just there's something about metaphorically leaving, like, uh, you know, like if, if we're saying it out loud or we're writing it down, it's just that thing leaving our head, sort of in like a kind of like, um, I don't even know, like a spiritual sort of way or... Yeah, it's, it's a bit, I, I always find that whatever we hold on to is an energy and... Mm. Tr- Trauma gets trapped in our body. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, like if if some if you're feeling away about something, you can see the stress on someone's face. You could you could see it in the way they walk. You could see how they have their shoulders. Mm. Like their the muscles are tense. That like we carry this shit. Same as happiness relaxes us and it loosens us. You could see a happy person, um, and people aren't aware sometimes of what they're physically holding. I always say to people like, if you're walking around and you feel a bit stressed, unclench your jaw, put your shoulders down. And take more breaths. All of a sudden, you don't even realize that your your jaw's been clenched for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. realize your shoulders been like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah. no wonder why you're always on goal, bro. Every <laughs> single fucking muscle in your torso was like that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. ready to go. You get me? But just tense, like yeah, just yeah. just untense yourself a little bit. Put some air in your body, and all mm. of a sudden, you, your problems aren't gonna go away. But the way you feel about them for that mm. for that moment, might you might just feel a little yeah. bit. Do you know what I'm saying? At least we can navigate the problems in a different way. It's like it's like my thing is this, yeah. It's like if I'm if if I'm going through something, um, and by the way, I'm not. I'm, you know, I've, everyone's different, so I'm not saying people can't be sad or can't be happy, whatever it is. But for me, it's just like if I'm going through something, there's no point in me being like feeling a type of way about it when I can mm. kind of like be. You know what? I can I can glide through with happiness you know mm, what I'm trying mm, to say because mm. the outcome is not going to change mm. you know like I'm talking about things where yeah of course, course, course you know what I'm saying so it's like what's the point of like me feeling in a certain way that's not serving me yeah. like, I can feel in a you know what I'm saying or I can choose to feel different it's, it's funny you say that because I, I was having like a little it was, it was an argument with somebody that was really close to me mm. um, and one of the things that they were doing every time a situation comes up they always think of the worst, not the worst scenario, but they put themselves in a worse light. So it's almost, and they weren't aware that they were doing it. So let's say for example, mm. you walk into a room somewhere and you forget to say hello to someone. Mm. So I think, oh, why do you forget to say hello? Does he not like me? Does he, da, 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 da. Like, but you're putting yourself in that, why are you talking so low about yourself? Maybe I didn't see you. 
Do you get what I'm saying? But because mm. you think this way about yourself, you're now thinking everyone else does. And they're attaching the narrative to exactly. everything. Exactly. And it's like, going on. it's like, that's not how it needs to be, bro. Like, think better about yourself. And then you might feel like you're having better, different, such better experiences with other people. Some people are always going to be arseholes. Don't yeah, get me wrong. But sometimes it's not so personal, you know? Mm. You don't know what that person's going through. And that doesn't excuse it, but we we always internalise things. I used to be one to always internalise shit. Mm. Every time someone treats me like an arsehole, I think, what, they think I'm a... <gasps> yeah, but, yeah. And that part of that is from the streets, you know what I'm saying? But then another part of that is just me being sensitive as fuck so yeah and uh, and the thing and the thing that comes with like multiple different things right there, there has to be a level of resilience that you mm. can build around it there has to be a level of like maybe being feeling secure about ourselves mm. that, that, i feel like there's a bunch of different elements that would come into that anyways but i feel like you're right like over i say maybe like maybe the last two three years like i got to the point where it's just like and people usually take out the context. Like I got to the point where I just don't give a fuck what people mm, think. Mm, but mm. I, I mean in like an empowering sort of yeah. good way. It's just like, and I've got a level of resilience and like situations that used to take me like a week or two weeks to get over. It's like 10 minutes now. Mm, you know mm. what I'm saying? Just just 10 minutes, I moved on already. It's like, cool, I look like an idiot or something happened, whatever, I moved on already. But what, what, what do you think you did or, or what changed for you to have that type um, of resilience? You know what? It's going back to that thing that we spoke about earlier, which is around it takes time to make that change. So mm. what I did to make that change is I became aware of it and I just kept practicing. It's just like building the muscle and it just kept, it's like going to gym. It's like mm. I kept gymming it, gymming it, gymming it. And the more I'd done it, the more aware of it I was over time. I got to a point where it's just actually now it's become easier. Mm. So it's like, it's the thing, thing was, the more I've, I've done something, it became easier, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not perfect, innit? It's just everyone's different. And No, but that's a good yeah. analogy. Is that gym. It, you have to sort of coach yourself through it and, you have to put them reps in, boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to put them reps in. But a lot of people don't. But again, it's the foundation. You obviously have something in you where it was like, yeah, yeah. I recognize I need to change something, Kim. Yeah. And what is it? And then you identified it, and it's, it's a work in progress. Like I said, I was. I would hate to think that I'm my complete person, especially at 33, bruv. Mm. I wouldn't live till I'm 78. Just started, exactly. Um, I, wanna, yeah. I was. I was saying to people, the oldest I ever felt was 28 and 29. Man, I can't even imagine the version of you when you're 60, bro. It's like... Oh, bro. The, 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 listen, the wisdom people are going to get Trust from you is going to be life-changing. Long dress, grey thing. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, might have a gold tooth by them times, blood. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's going to be lit, man. I'm just going to be burning incense everywhere I go. <laughs> That's going to be my thing. It's going to be lit. Yeah. No, trust me. Hey, um, if you was to write a book, yeah? If you was to write a book... And put three things, three most important things that you've learned in your life so far. What would they be? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three most important things. First of all, um, huh? <laughs> um, people don't give a shit as much as you think they do. Mm. That'll be like the main thing, and that's something comes still. Processing, but people don't give a shit about you the way you think you do, mm. and that's a good way and that's a bad way. In a sense, as a creative, you seem to think that everything you put out has to be the best because mm. everyone's gonna look at it and think you're an idiot if not. <laughs> and most of the time, people don't give a shit about your work, mm. which gives you freedom to just put out work and be your authentic self. Because people will, the people who do care, care a lot, mm. and the people who don't care, don't care. So you're not really, you're not really catering to them anyway. Yeah. Um, that to don't take things so personally. Mm. 
They'll internalize so much things. I think yeah. that was an important thing for me. Do, do, do you know what? Just on that one as well, yeah. My thing is this, and you know how I realized that that yeah. people don't give a shit yeah. that much, yeah. Like you know when someone does something stupid, yeah. like I might look at it and might, you know we just I might oh that was stupid and I'd move on in like ten seconds, right? Done. But when I do something stupid or before when I used to do something stupid, I used to think that these lot are paying so much attention to it. And it was all in my head. Nobody cares, bro. All in my head. Nobody it, it, cares. It's, it's a trip on the trip on the ground. You walk around. You, you walk down the street. You trip over. You might laugh. Ah, oh, that person tripped. And then two, three seconds later, you're back to what you was there. Yeah. That person is thinking, bro. I just tripped in front of all these like, people. Did you all saw me trip? Bro? They don't care, bro. They don't yeah. care. People only people only care when you impact them. If you tripped in front of them and punched them in the face while doing so, then you know they might give a shit. But generally speaking, they don't. Yeah. Um. But I just think that's an empowering thing, though. You know what I'm saying? I think my last one, I, there was that, there was, don't take things so personally, they didn't turn it out so much. Mm. And the third one's probably, you're good enough. Mm. I think that's something that's, I can't say I struggle with it as much as I used to. I'll probably still have, you know, like, remini- like things that, rem- reminiscence of it. Mm. But definitely those three things are probably the ones I'll put in a book off the top of my head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The you being good enough one was something I had to, it it was a mantra almost. So something I had to say repeatedly and believe. Mm. And I believe it in some aspects. In other aspects, I still have to question it. But then I just remind myself like, yo bro, you're the shit, man. (laughs) You're doing (laughs) out here, man, acting (laughs) whack, bro. Put put, put some respect on your name, man. Yeah, bro. Put some respect on your name. But then also it comes, it's it's so, bro, it's so funny you say that. I just came up from a shoot, hence why I look like drained and tired. So, right? <laughs> my um, man's like yawning. Don't worry, man. It's all good, man. <laughs> At least I'm just happy to have you here, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad to be here, bro. Yeah. But I, I was just coming up from a shoot. And one of the things, one of the motivations for the shoot, when I was waking up and I was saying this to myself as well, I always have like them self talks in my head mm. and, and to myself like that sometimes. But it's like, you need to do things sometimes, especially as a creative, but just in general, where you're in charge and no one can tell you you're doing something right or wrong because you're the one that says whether you're doing it right or wrong. And that's how you end up trusting your judgment on things because if you keep doing things that you believe are right and it so happens to turn out right, your shut the fuck up, bro, becomes a little bit louder in certain rooms because it's like, yo, I'm, I've proved myself to me, dark. You know what I'm saying? You you might think this and you might think that about that and about that. That's fine. That's a different world. But I'm, I've proved myself to me. So you can't tell me I'm not good enough. Because I know I am. I've done it. You know what I'm saying? When I'm trying to do, like, and sometimes you need to do your own thing to sort of have that mentality of, yeah, I can do it. And I always encourage people to just take on projects. It's not even, it doesn't even have to be big projects, but just little things where you you accomplish stuff. Accomplishment is so important to the human psyche. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Even like the little... Yeah, but a tiny accomplishment. If you, it could be something like, I want to run 10K to Mm. 10K by by the end of the month cool and I'm going to build myself up to it that 10k might not mean anything to nobody but you accomplished that mm. so now no one could tell you you can't run what? And, and there's also the, the foundation and it? it's like the foundation of like I can improve I can yes. be better so it's like yes can I take the same foundation and apply it to another thing exactly you know and oh, bro that and I think that's the beautiful thing about just it, the experience of life it is the case yeah. of taking one thing and applying it across board, bro. When I start, when I start kickboxing, yeah, Are you kickbox, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so so, I box too, I box. Yeah, no, I box as well. My time, I do my time. Is boxing. it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So when I started kickboxing, that's what I started with, and then yeah, later yeah. on, I progressed into into boxing as well. But so when I started kickboxing, um, I used to come to the gym, yeah, and the coach would be like, "Oh, 
do 10 press ups, you know. And I used to cheat, you know. I used mm. to do like eight or nine or whatever, you know, like. And then over time, and this is this is why I feel like martial arts are so good for development. Yeah, yeah. bro. Over time, I've, I was the guy that was doing 11 yeah. press ups when yeah. the coach was telling me to do 10, 11 yeah. or 12. And then what I realized is that I took the same concept because I was doing that in real life. Mm. Like when I was cheating with the nine, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah, cheating in real life. Yeah, 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 feel yeah, me? Yeah, but yeah. I took the same concept of changing myself in the gym. Yeah, yeah. And then I applied it to my real life. So whenever I was like, oh, you know what? I'm tired. Or it's like you said, you came down here today. So that's my like 11th press up. Yeah, you know uh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. You know, it's it sure you said though, I always say for martial arts puts you in a different psyche, bro. Mm-hmm. Especially for me, boxing is the one thing that keep one of the few things that keeps me solely present in my moment when you're in the ring you can't think about anything else bro other than your opponent in front of you because if you think about something girls mm. he's slapping you it's almost like um I, I look at boxing as meditation you know yeah say yeah yeah yeah, yeah i fuck yeah. with that yeah. i fuck with that heavy like it's it's a weird thing people don't people who don't fight don't understand how therapeutic it is mm. to be in a fighting situation. And I always say to people, like, I'm obviously I'm not like the hardest guy, but I could I can have a lot of civilians in the, on the street. And it's not because I'm the hardest guy. It's because I've been put in that situation week in, week out, mm. where your your adrenaline, your heart, your brain is being tested under immense stress. You're being banged in your yeah, face. You're, you're, you're in your fight with yourself. You that's get like, what I'm that's the ultimate fight anyways. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And when you can do that and still have a clear vision of what to do and what mm. steps to make, you like what you said, you apply that to other things. So now when I'm in a stressful situation, it's it's almost like I'm in a ring sparring again. Okay, yeah. cool. Just kind of dark, yeah, jab, yeah, yeah. do your thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's, do, you know what's lit? do you know what else is lit about boxing, yeah? Or any other martial art, yeah? Is that I think that's the only... Well, maybe not the only way, but that's the only way I know at the moment where people can learn complex problem solving. Because the thing about mm, it's like the, the thing like remember, remember fighting someone, yeah, they're not because you know you, you know usually problem like stays the same, innit? It's yeah, like, yeah, it just yeah, like yeah. it stays still. And, that's hard. I like that. But see, see, but <laughs> I'm telling listen. But see, in a ring, yeah, hard. in a ring, it's like the problem is always changing. Yeah, like, yeah. Of so course. you have to constantly figure out. You know, what I'm saying like the next steps, and that's and while you're and while you're figuring out, they're figuring out. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's why you got to like change. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's like, I've never seen. I've never uh, heard it like that. But I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna finish that one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. complex problem solving. Yeah. It's on the spot as well. Yeah. But it, it gives you a certain heart, man. Like I always, even if people do it just for fitness and just for mm. a, a state of mind. I mean, I, I do it because I've always loved fighting, but I also do it because there is a a therapeutic lesson side to me like I'm in the gym and I'm focused bro yeah. you can't get me out of there like that yeah, do you know yeah. what I'm saying and especially when you're seeing the improvement in yourself it does make you want to apply it to other things man yeah. like I know I know when I go to you know whether it's normal gym or I'm doing a boxing session or Muay Thai session I really know that by the time I get there and by the time I leave I'm already a better version of myself mm. I leave even mm. if it's the small little building blocks but over time it just adds up and it mm. becomes this big thing um yeah, I think I think it's um, you know what it is, yeah. It's that thing of like you know some people don't understand it. You said some people don't get it. They don't know what it's like. And I realized like this is one of my favorite ways of describing it. You know, earlier I asked you like how was the ayahuasca thing, yeah. But it's that I realized like you know if someone goes to Spain, yeah, and they come back and they go how was Spain, and they can tell you as much as they want until they experience it, they will never know, innit? Yeah. So I just I just wish more people like tried some kind of martial art or whatever, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I know I know it would add value to their life. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Especially men. 
And I should really say it like that. You can't really say like, oh, it's just men. But yeah. it's good for men to do that because men aren't the best at being vocal. And sometimes the best way to get something out is to punch somebody in the face in a legal yeah. way, yeah. in a way where it's not going to turn into a, a street fight. But man ain't going to pull out a borrow on you. <gasps> you know what I'm saying? And it goes all mad that we're in a ring and we've got respect for each other. Yeah. And I always respect the people that that, that fight in the, in, the, in the gym. Do you know what I'm saying? Because they teach me something about myself. Even something like I always... I go through phases sometimes where I'll be sparring someone and after the end of the sparring, whether I won or not, I'll say like, where, where were my openings? Where could you see me? Where where was I easy to pick? Mm. And I'll say, oh, bro, your hands were too low or your body was too exposed yeah. or da-da-da. And it's like, okay, cool. And you just apply that. And I think you, you need the community sometimes to kind of teach you about yourself. And it's the environment people. as well, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Most people, you know, like... I guess like everywhere else, like sometimes you'll get arseholes, and you know you get certain type mm. or whatever. But usually, within that space of like martial arts or whatever, everyone's got like a common sort of language. Mm-hmm. Everyone understands struggle and mm. what it means to be there and all mm. of that stuff. And I think there's something about being in that environment where like there's like-minded people coming mm. together, and there's there's also that part of community as well, which mm. is really important. It's dope. It's dope. Yeah. They got fights. Yeah, I have. Yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll show you some of the pictures. Yeah, 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 that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. I was meant to have a fight in. The, it's funny. I was meant to have a fight in November before I went away, mm. and then the guy came down to the gym and sparred me and said he didn't win it. Is that? <laughs> I was like, that's wild. It wasn't even him. As well, his coach that's said, wild. "Yeah, not him." I was like, "Brother." Yeah. So I'm I, had, I had a funny one as well. One day, um, basically, there was a period where I was like, I was still training, but I wasn't competing. We had like a we had like a show down here. And um, it was like a, I think it was like a Muay Thai inner club sort of show. And um, basically I was just there supporting the thing, obviously because of work and all of that stuff. And um, there was this one guy that came in on that day and it's like, he's like, oh, my opponent's a pussy, pulled out. And he's talking, I, was like, I said, bro, how much do you weigh? He's like, he's like 75, innit? And I was like, yeah, I, said, I weigh the same thing, innit? So I, I used to live down the road as well at, t- yeah. at that point. And I was like, you know what? I'll go get my stuff and I'll fight, you know? Bad boy. Bro, listen, I went, I got my stuff. I came back. My coach was like, no, nah, you're not fighting because you get me? It's just like, it's like, you've not really been training like that, probably. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. But even him, yeah, big up Daniel Sam, yeah. Yeah, man, I said big up Daniel Sam. Big up Daniel Sam. But he's, he's, basically, there was one time I was meant to be having a competition, yeah? And it's like, come in and, and weigh yourself, yeah? So I, I, I came in, I weighed myself. He goes, by the way, you're fighting twice. <laughs> yeah, two so fights one day, yeah. That must have been mad, though. Yeah, you, do, you done it? Yeah, I've done it, yeah. That yeah. Was, what was that like, though? Two fights in do you know what? The second guy was like, um, the second guy was way easier Is it? than the first guy, yeah. The first guy, he kind of got stopped in that because it's, yeah. But it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of mad because if I had two fights in the night, I'll probably take the first one a little bit lighter. Not lighter, but like, no, oh, the kind first of one was the, the second one was the lighter. Where like, Daniel was like, like, it's a bit shit. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. just play around with him sort of thing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's mad yeah. still. I want to get into fighting. I want to get into fighting. Like, I mean, into a fight. Like, I want to. But I, I, I don't think I'll compete again, though. Right. I like, do you know what it is, yeah? Like, see, when I spar, I feel like it's already got a competitive element anyways. Maybe a different level of competitiveness, but, like, mm. sparring's really good enough for me. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? So, mm. I, I, I'm not really interested in that pathway anyways. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's funny you say that, because I was like to say, I, I was sort of the same. My thing was, I just want to, if I was to get into a fight, like, that, like an actual competitive fight, I don't want to get in the business of having to sell tickets and all that, bro. I just want to turn up. I would even pay. I just want to turn up, yeah. swing, Go home. <laughs> that's it. But it's for me. It's a me thing. And I, and I think going back to what we were saying, it's 
it's proving sometimes you need to prove things to yourself one of the things I have is I always find people believe in me a lot more than I do mm. and and I always have people say oh bro you should fight that you should get into fire and I don't feel like I'm ready to do it but everyone else in the gym thinks I have yeah. and sometimes it is a case of just saying you know what like, why am I why am I ready when, when is ready when, why, now is but now do you know what I'm saying do you think there's like a level of projection though because like, I feel like sometimes what people do is like not to say that it's not that you're not ready you probably are ready but it's just like you know sometimes people project and they look at someone and go like yeah man you should fight it's like you know when it's there there but it's not your yeah. you know what I'm saying it's I like people that. like yeah you're so good why didn't you just go pro like yeah but that's not what I want to do. That's, that's, not what that's their projection. So, someone said that to me. So, how are you yeah. go pro? I'm like, bro, like, first of all, I don't have, that's <laughs> just a straight, I don't have the dedication to go pro. Like, mm. Yeah, I can't it's dedicate, work. I can't dedicate my life to this thing. Mm. I've got things I want to dedicate my life to. It's not, it's not this. Mm. At some point, or if I, I don't know, and I love fighting, in general, I just love fighting, but, um, yeah, I couldn't dedicate my life to yeah. it. Hey, bro, what's your, um, I didn't even know how to ask this question. Like what's your concept of time? Like, how do you perceive time? Time is a time is a measurement from A to B. Yeah, that's my thing. When and we have to treat it like that. I think because mm. when we ask, when we talk about time, obviously we could speak about the universe and we could talk about our 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 way in it as well. And mm. you know. But time is just a measurement and I think it's an important measurement. I don't think we should downplay it. A lot of people say time doesn't exist. It does exist. Mm. And I think if we act like time doesn't exist, it will start moving very fast for us. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And we know time exists because we get old. If time didn't exist, we'll be staying young. We'll be stay, we'll stay fruitful our whole that's lives. A, that's bro. a good point. I get great. I'll get great. I'm getting grades already. So I know time's going. My daughter's getting older. I can see time in a physical being. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So... It's there, and I think we have to respect it as well. We have to respect the measurement. We have to respect the measurement the same way you respect the measurement. I don't know if you respect it. You, you, a builder has to respect the measurement of this room in order to know what to put in, the, to tell the interior designer. Yeah. The interior designer needs to know how much carpet to cut. Yeah. We have to respect these that's things. How they as, measure their space. Yeah, bro. That's how like they measure. The space here is measured by the walls. Like exactly, this, and this so, is yeah. time. The time, time is that wall to that wall to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, why do you ask that? Though? That's an interesting question. Do you know what it is? Because I'm, I'm, I've been playing around with that idea quite a bit recently, which is around like it's not. I, I don't even know how to describe this because I can't articulate it. Yeah. It's more of a feeling. Yeah. yeah. So it's more of a feeling where I feel like time is not a real thing. Mm. So like I and when you said like you can see people getting old, I was like shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like that's kind of like throughout my whole <laughs> my whole like concept that. Where, had, where, where were you? That, where were you before I said that? Before you said that, I was just thinking. Um, there's something about like around existence, mm. just like just existing. You know, like people talk about being a now moment. I feel like it's, it's become trendy to say that people always like, yeah, being a now, being a present. It's it's a real thing. Mm. It's like that's how people should be, but it's become a trend now rather than the thing itself. Um, so yeah, just I, I just feel like there's something about existing, and then we started saying like, you know, we get older, we can see that time is a real thing because we get older. I was thinking like, isn't life funny where? We there's like a there's like a life cycle. Mm. Thinking, why do we get old? Like it's a weird concept to get old, mm. or like for trees to get old and die, and just it's a weird concept. But then I realize it's, it's a it's a cycle. Isn't it's it? a it cycle. Going. I would hate to not get old. Yeah, yeah, but I would hate to. I'm not in a rush, dude. Don't get me wrong. But I would hate to never get mm. old. Um, just have not even necessarily just what I gain through age, but I want to 
come to a point where I look like I've done 50 mm. years on this planet, bruv. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? Maybe not, maybe not as in that like, my face looks old and dreary, but it's like, yo, this guy's not a young boy. Mm. You get one, you get treated differently. But two, you respond to things differently in, in, in that because your environment changes. And I think it's just, I think in order to respect time means you respect the process of life mm. and you respect its unpredictability. Because I feel like if we stay in a moment where, I don't know, this isn't, this, obviously this isn't what you're saying, but we say in a moment where we just want to stay in a certain time period, mm. which is some people do, you're not, you're not appreciating what life can give you at yeah. any moment in time. But, but it's impossible to stay in that, Given time period, anyway. Uh, for some, some bro, some people be Peter Panning. You know what I'm saying? Some people be on the Neverland stuff, and they're just they're just there. And it's like you have to you have to actually take yourself out of time and realize, yo, this mm. is where I'm at right now. Um, and uh, you know, I, I know people that respect. It. I know people that don't respect. It. You could also have people that don't respect time. Mm. They're always trying to claw back their youth. Mm. They're all trying to do things. It's like, oh, and it's like, bro, this is where we are now. Yeah. Love and appreciate this moment here. Yeah, sort of, st- sort of sticking your head in the past all the time. And do, do you know what? There's so much more to see. It's like, like when I think about how much the world has changed in the last twenty years. Exactly, it's insane. Exactly. You, you know, it's mad. I, was, I came up from Peru. I don't want in the last twenty years that like, the way that country and that region has changed over the last hundred years mm. because of colonialism and stuff like that from the Spanish and the, you know, and you can see how it's changed and how it's changed the people. Mm. And you think, wow, that's time is a powerful thing, man. Because thing, time is a powerful thing because it allows change, and change is probably the most powerful thing of human existence. But mm. things have to change yeah. in our lives; they have to. Mm. We hate change, but it has to happen. And, and do, do you know what? And there's also something around like us being the change. You know, like people. Mm. You know, there's loads of people who sit and go, like, "Oh, I hope my life is going to change." But I think us being the change, not just for ourselves, but just for our communities and other people. Because you know, you know what fascinates me to this day, yeah, it's like I always play around with this idea. Like whenever like humanity started, you know, I mm. wasn't there. I don't know how it started, whether it's a religion thing, whether it's mm. you know mm. biological thing. I don't know. Mm. But when 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 the, when the whole like humanity started, if you think about it, people that were leaders all the way till now, they're the ones that shaped the world. Yeah, of course, and I don't think they necessarily shaped it in the best way, but. Imagine there could have been like thousands or hundreds of thousands of possibilities for us mm. to become something different. And, and it, the world doesn't have to be what it is now. It's mad because you might people might think, oh, they didn't shape it in the best way, but you know what? Another leader could have shaped it far more worse, brother. Yeah, it could have been far more it worse. Could've, it could have been, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. been yeah, worse. Yeah, but yeah. We don't, obviously, we would never know. That's yeah, an interesting yeah. point still. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a believer, so like, I'm not. Um, I'm, am I a pessimist, optimist? I'm none of those things, anyways, but. Realist. Yeah, I'm a realist, I guess. Yeah, but mm. when I like. When I look at the world, yeah, and where we're at now, I always think that some things that people demonize are not necessarily bad. Like, for mm. example, like, the, you know, they'll, they'll talk about institutions mm. that, you know, make a lot of money for selling cars or whatever mm. it is. But it's like, they work quite well. Mm. Like, mm. they provide a valuable service. It's mm. like, there's things that helps us function. People as need a, things. Yeah, there's certain things that, mm. have, yeah. I don't, mind, I don't mind someone making a million of selling bread. <laughs> or oh, selling yeah, grains. Yeah, like, that's we need fine. grains, bro. Yeah. You know I think, I mean? but you know what? I think there is. Um, so the only issue I have in the world at, at the moment with any of these type of companies, there's there's a big gap between distribution mm-hmm. of like you know whoever's making money. Like I'm a believer. If I ran, let's say, like a retail company or like a clothing retail company, yeah, you know how usually let's say like something like Next is structured in a way where 
the CEO will get the most money, then someone else will get money, and then basically all the way to the bottom, mm-hmm. someone's working like minimum wage. Mm. Bro, the way I'd run it is everyone will split the money, regardless of what the role is. It's like I guess is that, it's like, fair? Is that, that like, fair though? Huh? Is that fair though? When you think about it, let's say let's say I'm the owner of Next, yeah. Mm. I'm responsible for a hundred thousand people's jobs. Mm. If I don't do my job, they're gonna lose theirs mm. in no time. Or even better, let's just say I I founded Next, I made Next, yeah. and I provided a hundred. I provided a hundred thousand jobs, and me doing what I do and being innovative and creative mm. is providing these opportunities. Should I get paid the same as the person that I've employed? I don't know. You know what? All right, let me put a little twist to that since, since, since you brought that yeah. information forward. Yeah. All right. Cool. Maybe let's say that person gets paid more than others. Yeah. Mm. And then I don't know. Maybe there's like a little, some kind of distribution between like the top team or whatever you want to call it. But basically, I was thinking about it like this. Yeah. If people who are doing customer service roles were paid more, yeah then that company would attract the best talent anyways for that. That means that company would become more efficient anyways. It would yeah, create, I know, that. You know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's all these ifs and buts, but... I hear that. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting way of looking but, at it. But then it is, I suppose it, that is true, but then I also think sometimes money isn't everyone's motivator. I think mm. it's the key motivator. Obviously, if you have two jobs that you love, you're gonna, most of the time you're going to go to what pays you most. But... If there's a job that pays you slightly less but gives you more of an opportunity to mm. grow and prospects and you know that there's more longevity in this job, but this job's this job's gonna pay you more, but it's gonna be a quick check and no one's gonna give a shit about you. Yeah. It's a harder decision to make. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So but I get it, I do get it. I, I think what the problem is is the gap between the rich and the poor, the gap between the boss and the regular employee yeah. has risen, has widened way as wide and so expo- yeah. exponentially is it's beyond our comprehension now to get I've, what I'm saying basically I've got a solution yeah not, not, not towards that but towards yeah. the government I was yeah. playing around with this idea yeah basically I'd love to get the government officials yeah and sit them down in a room and get a bunch of kids and just punch them in the face <laughs> bro bro honestly listen I'd love to do that I'd love to do that you know why government's holding bags bro you know why yeah because I think that's when they would understand yeah that kids are literally being punched in the face every single day, not just physically, but also metaphorically as well. Do you think they'll understand that? I think that's the thing. I think once they get punched in the face, I think they'll understand it a little bit better. You know what I'm trying to say? Because we were talking about there's, there's, a gap of, there's a gap of experience. Isn't it? So mm. I feel like the issue is there's a lack of perspective when it comes to government. Mm. Meaning like these guys don't understand where you come from and you know, I'd well. love for my daughter to punch Boris Johnson in the face bro. Oh, that, that will be my dream I would pay whatever I need mm. to pay if there was an opportunity for my daughter to punch Boris Johnson mm. in the face but then listen and then telling them after saying that this is what happens to kids every single day I still don't think certain politicians will get it though I think sometimes not all politicians but I think yeah. people at power to a degree are so self-absorbed and you have to be but that's what I'm saying that we need to facilitate an experience for these people mm. that will take that that will help them understand a little bit better you know what I'm trying to say so like what's the best way of doing it just yeah. punch them in the, face. Punch people in the face I'm all for, I'm all for it bro you <laughs> know what I'm saying I'm all for punching the face anyway so listen, I was getting listen man was getting punched in the face anyways you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah 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 it's just like, it's awesome lining like politicians up yeah bring Donald so Trump here like, right oh, now right now lay him bro, <laughs> right now fam yeah, that's hard. That's but hard. Yeah. Um, 
What's your like? What's your thoughts on like the world? And do you feel like there's that's a stupid question? There are political games that happen and stuff. But what's your like? What do you think is the state of the world? Like, how do you perceive it? I think we're going through a shift. I was having this conversation this week. Did you know? Yeah, every couple generations, maybe it's every one generation. A generation is what 60, 70 years, I think. Mm. Yeah, a shift happens. Yeah. And we're coming up to that time now so that the last one would have been the Second World War. And after the Second World War, there was a shift. And I think, I don't know whether it's a war or whether it's going to be something, but society's changing, man. Mm. People are changing. People are responding to things differently. I feel the powers are clamping harder on the people and the people are rebelling a little bit harder. Yeah, I think sometimes we seem to forget that people can rebel. We get so caught up in power structures that we think, well, this is it. No one's going to do nothing. We we don't have, like, in my in my example, we don't have the Martin Luther Kings anymore. We don't have the one man changing the world anymore. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't necessarily mean the ethos and the, and the movements aren't still there. And I think they're going to be coming more alive. I mean, people are going to definitely be more in their bag and more in their yo I'm not having this like I, I don't know if you've yeah. seen the, like, the, the China um, protests yeah, yeah I'm, I've, I've, I've been following a lot of what's mm. happening in, in the world in, in, in total so, no, not, not the news I, yeah, I do my yeah. own research yeah, yeah. but I, I do I look into factual things I don't look into yeah. sometimes I might I might make my own theories about the facts that I'm same, taking same. in but I tried to be as detached as possible from like people, you know, like people who make videos like, oh my God, this thing's happening because Illuminati's yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't do all of that stuff. I'm not the biggest conspiracy theorist and my, my favourite conspiracy theory is that everything's going to be all right. <laughs> that's Bro, that's hard, you know. Yeah. Bro, that, that, I ain't going to lie, that kind of touch man still. <laughs> but yeah, man. No, um, that's, no, that's dope. That's dope. I fuck with that heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's mad. That's it's mad what, what touches you, that's, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's my favourite conspiracy theory, man. That's that's how yeah, I go about in life. If, but, if it's, um, but, but, but no, no, I'm saying that because the reason I brought the China thing is because, again, not my words, but someone that I was speaking to was saying, this is how revolution starts. And Obviously, it always starts with protests and people that, that. But in a place like China, there was a revolution that changes the world, because China is the exporter to the whole world. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's one of if not top three one of the most There's important one thing countries. That, in this that China's world. doing that I don't fuck with, mm. which is they're giving out a lot of loans to Africa for their infrastructure mm-hmm. development. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these loans, they have like, you know, they come basically, it's like, um, what's that term? Someone used this term. It's almost like um, like a financial way of, I don't know, like, would I say grooming someone? Possibly. It's also yeah. it's also having more political influence. Yeah. Um, this is, it's a big chessboard, you know what I'm saying? And the players are US, China, Russia maybe, mm-hmm. um, but then you have like subsections in that. So you have like the Middle East, you have Europe, you have the Americas. Yeah. You've got oh, did they call it this, this new thing? I'm going to look up for you anyways because mm. is not connected to a mic, unfortunately. If it looks up. It's called BRICS countries. Yeah, it's, it's like a new Because when I heard it, I was like, what, what the fuck is BRICS yeah, countries? Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, just, yeah. and that's like, that's the term that they use now. 
the like the the solid ones basically the one oh yeah so yeah it literally stands for Brazil Russia India China and South Africa so they've created that because of obviously in on 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 the east west no, side no so 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 they 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 got that because they're saying that these are the top five emerging world economies yeah, that yeah, are yeah. going to influence it's basically they're saying like oh America's kind of like the dollars like. You know, people are not looking at dollars. They've been trying to get rid of the dollar for a long time. Reserve currency, and people don't fuck with it anyways. And a lot of like loans that America gives out, it's like dollar based. So it's like I, yeah. I don't know. And, and, and you got to remember, we've been living in an American empire for a long time, bruv. Yeah, and I think people are it. tired of it, man. People are tired of it, but yeah. then in the same, I was, I was thinking to myself, people are tired of the American empire. I get it. We all, we all get it. But what empire would you prefer? Mm. Would you prefer the Chinese empire for a Russian empire? Mm. I don't know. But you know what, yeah? See, America, yeah? This is my perception, by the way. It's mm. not it's not a true thing, but I feel like America uses democracy as a weapon. Of course it does. Or it's just, they just, they don't, I don't think they have democracy. They just say that they've got democracy to get to where they want to get to. It's, it's because they've changed, America's changed the way they, uh, the way politics and global politics has done, mm. has been done. When you think about the British and the Spanish and the French, and maybe parts of the Portuguese, it was colonialism, and the Soviet Union. It was colonialism. It was yeah. we are we we own these countries, and that was their global stamp. Whereas America realized that people don't, other countries don't want to be owned. So what we'll do, we'll say we're going to implement democracy in your in your country, and that way they can buy countries over. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, which which, which, which means your people can, which country. means your people can vote. Yeah. So we influence their vote. How about becoming part of NATO? How about becoming part of our clubs? <laughs> now all of a sudden, we can put military bases hey, listen, in, your, listen, play, in, listen, in your countries speaking now. Speaking of NATO, yeah. Speaking of NATO. And then, you know, like, this is why I don't fuck with news outlets and media outlets anyways, because they're fucking pushing an agenda and there's no facts behind. Mm. And they just say, like, oh, Russia's like in Ukraine. Don't get me wrong. I don't agree with what, how Russia's dealing with the situation. But I, I don't know if they've got another choice anyways. But, but the thing is, like, so when the Soviet Union broke down, yeah, one of the agreements... Um, post-war was just like basically you know Cold War was just that they won't expand the NATO into any don't of those come to my backyard no, no but listen but listen but That's there's loads <laughs> but listen and those countries they said they won't um, like make members of NATO bro they made them members mm-hmm. of NATO mm-hmm. and now like Ukraine is like the last straw basically I know I mean I, I, I know I've limited knowledge on this I know quite a bit but I've limited knowledge on this yeah. compared to when you speak to people like I was with someone that was from an ex-Soviet Union country and he gave me like the lowdown. Ukraine is one of the most important countries in Europe and people have never realised this. It's the food supply for Europe mm. and it's the country where most gas and, and energy goes mm. through. They, they've got really important, that they're right next to the Black Sea, mm. which is very important. Um, and also it's the border between Russia and NATO. Yeah. So it, it's got so much importance yeah. that trying to t- if you control Ukraine you mm. essentially control Europe do you want to hear something funny <laughs> yeah. about Ukraine yeah um, historically they've always been in the middle of yeah. the war of west and east and mm. I'm talking like years ago mm. they used to be I think they used to be called the Cossacks or something like that back in the day yeah and basically they used to be like mercenaries that would get hired by each side to fight the wars yeah and like medieval Asians yeah, and shit yeah, like that yeah. I'm like historically, like it's been going on. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that we don't understand historically because we get for the Western perspective of the world, mm. especially because we get we get the winner side. 
Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, obviously, a lot of people went to school here yeah. and you get told the British were the best army in the world, or not the best, but like, you know, we we done this and we done that for the world. Da, da, da. And it's like, you don't even realise what other people, it's almost like the, the rest of the world was non-existent. Like, what was everyone else mm. doing when England was just out here, you know, colonising the whole world? Mm. Um, and people, you know, countries have, have real rich histories that we just didn't even get taught. Yeah, and I think if we did get that, for example, that like we didn't really get talked about the Ottoman Empire, which is like one of the biggest empires. Yeah, to, to, to date, do you get what I'm saying? Um, and it's yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting concept. Yeah. I've always been interested in global politics, so I always I always relate it back to life. I always sometimes relate it back to the streets as well. Global yeah. politics is n- is not much different to the yeah, world. Yeah, it's, it's the same. You know it's the same even, yeah. even when people talk about the nuclear argument, and it's like, oh well, if he's got a nuclear, then I need a nuclear. Is that cool? That's the same attitude that someone walks around with a borrow or a mash has. Yeah. If he's got a mash, I need a mash. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's true. It's the same thing, it's brother. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if, if my man, if that hood is getting yeah. too big and they're expanding too much, that yeah. other hood's hating, they're gonna run up yeah. on them. Yeah, that's that, how it yeah. goes. You know <laughs> so, what I'm saying? If they kind of come to my as I'm gonna go to them. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. It's, it's 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 the basics of human beings it's like the foundation's nature. there and it's like even you know like bro a drug dealer's running a business technically yeah, like, of course you know what I'm saying it's just all their sales and market everything's there bro mm. like mm. and all these like and sometimes when I have a conversation with like young people at work with sometimes I'm like yo there's like transferable skills like you know what I'm trying to say it's just like where is it that we applying it to yeah, yeah. like people you know people talk about intelligence and they say oh like you know I didn't go to uni or whatever but and they think they're not intelligent intelligence got nothing to do with yeah. that you know what I'm trying to yeah. say it's just I, f- I feel like people just caught up with too much of that thing of you know whatever's being pushed out and just they take it I'll tell you what uni is good for and again I'm someone that didn't finish it but I experienced it for a while I, di- I didn't finish it it's interesting you said you didn't f- I didn't finish it either I went to uni as well just but, but oh so then yeah, you, yeah. You, you know what's interesting about uni and this is something that people should try adopting their normal life whether you go uni or not uni forces you to question your own position and you're never in a point you're never at a point in academics in academia where you have to question your own position usually it's you get told this is the point this is what you read this is what you study uni says go find a study write down your study question your study counter your study say why your study might be wrong and then say why it's actually right and that again it's it's the crossover it's the it's the things that you apply in life that gives you a different perspective on things like you're so how comes it is that I think that's something that further education Mm. teaches you but that's something that we should be teaching people regardless anyway whether they have the chance to because we're going to be in a generation now where further education is not going to be accessible to everybody. It's Bro, too expensive listen, and it's not worth the money anymore. Fam, a 16-year-old can learn more than someone's learning at uni. Of course. Just because just of the YouTube. internet. It's just, just on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Bro, I fixed my... Listen, I had um, I had an issue with my fuel pump like earlier this year. Bro, I went on YouTube, done my research... Done everything, bro. Fixed it myself. But YouTube is one of the key things for. It's actually yeah. funny. It's the top. I think that people go on YouTube to for mechanical problems. Is that like the top five or top ten? You know. Bro, it's li- <laughs> listen. To this day, I'm <laughs> pissed off here yeah, because there's certain problems sometimes that I've had with my car that some of those videos are not on YouTube. I'm like, someone yeah. needs to fucking make this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? I was even talking to to um to my garage guy, and it's like, it's like, it's like, bro, it's like. 
YouTube's gonna put me out of business. Yeah, so of course. It's just you still, I mean, you still need a, the expertise of a mechanic, and you also need that insurance of it. Right? If if you fuck this up, then you're paying for it. But more time, mechanics are shady. But I took my car, side note. I took my car to mechanics mm. to get my brakes fixed. Since then, my brakes been squeaking, and my brake wasn't squeaking before. Now my brakes mm. squeaking. Now you said, "Oh, but it's this and that," and now you have to pay an extra couple hundred quid. So, brother, I just gave you five bills, and I told him I got to pay another three, four bills to you to fix this brake squeaking thing. When to me, I'm looking at like yeah. you're meant to fix the brakes. That's part of it. No, you don't know. You're getting ripped off when you just go on YouTube. They say, "Yo, this, that, and the third, Boom, boom, boom. You got your solutions. Yeah, it's a dangerous thing though because it knowledge is good, but. Sometimes people think they know too much and I think that's a dangerous thing to be. Yeah, that is. That's a dangerous position to be in when you think you know too much and you're not willing to learn anything anymore. Mm. You know, you, you, I, I always try to be inquisitive about things. Like, I'm always learning about shit. No matter how, I, was, I had to shoot today, bro. Like, I've, I feel like I've been shooting for years. I know about filmmaking. I know this, that, mm. and da, 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 da. I still had to hire a gaffer to do my mm. lights, even though I now to do lighting. I had to hire the gaffer to do my lights. My man was still showing me, brother. After a while, I was like, you know what? Obviously, I mean, I was, I'm always humble when it comes to sets anyway. Most of the time I am. So I'm, most, of, most of the time. Some, some, I have to be honest, sometimes I'm not. But you know when a man's really giving you knowledge in, in a field that you're knowledgeable in? Mm. It's a different type of thing. It's a different yeah. type of, 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 of conversation then. Because you're like, right, okay. All of a sudden, he... They're making your thing look better anyway. Yeah. But at the same speed, it's like, right, I didn't. Not like I didn't know that, but you're making me understand something a lot deeper than I ever did. But that's the thing. But if, if you if you're in the mindset of like, I know everything, then you would have been fucked in that situation. You would have never, never exactly. learned anything. Yeah. I, I worked with someone once. I was working on this like, I was trying to do this like training, like kind of product. Yeah, basically mm. it's like training corporates and whatever. And this guy came with this thing of like, I know what we're doing and I've been doing this for years. I was basically like, you know what, I didn't want to work with you because number one, I'm I'm trying to do something different to mm -hmm. what he was been doing for years. And you know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to do some kind of revolution with this training program. And this guy's just like, I'm into doing it like this because that's how they want it. You know what I realized about this is what I realized about vision in general in life, yeah. And you might fuck with this as well, yeah, is that um, I used to have times where I used to have a vision, but I would used to let people like Yes You know what I'm trying to say Yes Until yes. I realised You know yes. what Even if people can't see it I'm still going to go with it Yes Because they'll see it later And you know it, Bro It's that exact thing What I was saying earlier In the conversation Where I was like Brother Sometimes you need These little accomplishments These small wins These big wins These things These things where you set it up yourself And you've done it To turn around and say You know what I can do more I can do more for myself um, Do you get what I'm saying Yeah um, It's how I, I think Obviously, ambition is, is natural, but I think ambition could be nurtured as well. Mm. You can give, you could plant, uh, ambition is a seed, bro. And as soon as mm. someone gets that first win, success is the most powerful drug in the world, yeah. bro. Because as soon as you get it once, it, you feel cold without it. Mm. <laughs> I, need, I need something yeah, big, yeah. you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And some people can't handle that coldness, so, yeah. they, so they look for other things to sort of fill that void. Yeah. When in fact, it's like, nah, bro, you just need to get, go hard and make something that makes you feel proud. It doesn't even have to be successful to everyone else. It needs to make you feel proud. Yeah. Self-accomplishment is one of the biggest, most important things to a human being. And I think we downplay that. And I think mm. that's, if there's something I would love to teach children in general, it's understanding self-accomplishment. It's understanding yeah. that you can do something, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's people that's gone their whole lives, big adults, never really achieved anything. Mm. And you can tell because their mindset is so... 
maybe it won't work out. Let's not try it. It's negative. To someone, yeah. to someone that achieves a lot of shit, you hear when someone doesn't achieve a lot of shit because their mindset is so negative. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so picky. It's so And usually that's critical. not even their own voices. Like that's voices they've got from other people. Exactly. And they listen to it. And they listen to it. Yeah. I've definitely been on sets sometimes. And this is, and I always relate back to video because I've, I've, I've definitely been on sets where I've had an idea and I'm like, we should do this. We should do that. Mm. And someone's like, oh, no, no, we should do that. And you let that voice overrun a little bit. And then you get back home to the edit and you're like, I was right, you know. Yeah. I should have done that. And that's the worst feeling in the yeah. world because you can't do nothing about it. You know it, what? Like. And even if he wasn't right, at least you, you can own still it. own your mistake. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. That's how we learn, isn't it? That's you, what do, I'm you do things differently next time. That's like for me on sets, I shoot if there's if there's an idea that I'm not sure of, I shoot it twice. Yeah. I shoot it my way, I shoot it that way. And at least then I could A and B and be like, you know what, if I got it right, then cool. If I didn't get it right, mm. it looks better anyway, and I've learned something. Yeah. But you have, you have to allow that. So you have to, so feedback is important. There's a book I read called Mastery. Um and it, it kind of says something about that where like feedback is important, but don't listen to feedback too much. Don't listen mm-hmm. to advice too much. Don't take too much advice. Don't take too much counseling. Not counseling as in healing, but ca- like counsel. You know, don't 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 rely on your peers too much to tell you stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you need to listen to that inner voice and go with that. So it's kind of like it's it's more it's basically internal versus external. of course, of yeah, course, because yeah, yeah. that that's where you grow trust and confidence in yourself, mm. and that's where you end up becoming ma- a master at something. That's when you start getting yeah. into a form of mastery. And I like I like thinking that I'm trying to enter this stage of mastery right now in my life mm. where I'm just I'm not trying to just be good at things I'm trying to be the, the best at things you know yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that, that, went, that went somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> no it's calm bro it's calm but um, and, 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 and the thing we're talking about internal versus external as well yeah it's like I've said this a few times before I think for me when it comes to validation um like I re- like I give my, myself validation. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say. I don't rely on external validation because like it doesn't it doesn't last. It's like mm. it comes and goes sort of thing. Mm. So I'm not dependent. It's nice. Like when it comes, it's nice. Mm. It's like I recognize. I'm like cool man. Thanks. I appreciate that. Mm. But I, I don't I don't sit on it for too long. Mm. I just kind of move on sort of thing. And it, it, it's you have to. It's kind of difficult giving yourself validation. But then you have to kind of think where does your self-validation come from mm. does it come from other people or does it come from things you can actually see I perform a yeah. lot so I, my validation comes from me being on stage and seeing the reaction from people mm. and yeah that's still coming from people but in the same respect I've given myself so much validation that even if I went on stage and didn't get no response from someone that doesn't mm. then downplay the work that I know is good because I've seen how it's impacted so many other people so in some aspects you need people for the validation but it's almost like a cycle you need mm. to feel confident in yourself and validate yourself to then show it to other people they then give you that validation back mm. and then it gives you more confidence to then just keep doing that and keep doing that so now it can exist in it by itself in its own entirety without yeah, yeah. it relying on other things and other yeah, energy yeah. Do, do you know what I, I have this um i have a slightly different approach yeah mm. i love people that go this is shit like yeah. that's that's my favorite type of yeah. validation. People go, like, "This is shit." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I'm gonna do more of that." Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? I'm yeah, that yeah. kind of person. Like, I went for funding bid. I think actually, you know what? I went for funding bid to start a podcast, like this podcast. Mm. This was like must have been like two years ago, yeah. And basically, they didn't give it, and I was like, "I love it." I'll go for you know what I'm trying to say. I love that shit. It's like when people go like, oh, "This is not good enough." They ain't gonna give you the money. It's just like it's cool. Like yeah. I'm gonna go and do it anyways, yeah. or like I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna put in another funding bid for something else. Do it because I had yeah. and this is a. I don't tell this story enough as I should. When I first got into filmmaking, because this wasn't 
the thing I wanted to do. Um, I just think creatively, I kind of just fell down this road. And I realised that hiring equipment and hiring people was just getting mad expensive. I didn't have a lot of money. So I was like, I need to learn how to do this shit myself. Um, So again, trying to get equipment, I went through a round of funding and I had a business plan with like the creative agency and da 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 want this, want to do that. Didn't get the funding, got rejected. They were like, you need to work on this plan. And there was something inside me that said, yeah, you know what, fuck it, I want to get this money, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this money. There's no way I cannot get this money. So I worked on the plan, worked on it. I hit them back in another six months and I got the peas, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I got, and that was one of the first big self wins for me mm. because it was a case of one, I didn't just accept a no. Mm. And I need to remind myself of that as I'm speaking right now. I need to remind myself of that story. I didn't just accept the no, first of all. But second of all, it was, it was the biggest, that fuck you turned into a thank you. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was like, yo, yeah. love for that, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Love. It, yeah. It, 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 of course, it made me pattern up my thing and put my thing more in, in, mm. in a better perspective, of course. But in the same speed, it was like, brother, and that was an energy boost for mm. me to say, yeah, who are you to tell me I can't do that? Mm. And that was my first feeling of, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah. And there's a little bit of arrogance you need to have with you when, when you're trying to do something great that says, you know, I'm the best at what I do. Mm. And I'm the best. And people that are better than me, they, obviously there's people that are better than me, but what I do in my field, yeah. I have to feel like I'm the best, bro. I have, to feel like, I, feel, I have to feel like I'm the best to get this job done right now. Mm. Otherwise, what's the point of me being there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that, that's what I'm on, man. It's like, I, I find it really funny when people go like, oh, like, what's your podcast about? Like, mm. is it like, you know, like, because people usually have like a niche or like the podcast is about like, I've got nothing against that where they go like, oh, it's about, this podcast is about leadership. But if you sit mm. down and discuss leaders, like, Bro, this podcast is about anything. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? There's no niche. So when people go like, what's mm. the niche? Like, or you should be doing things in a certain way. You should be telling people, listen, people that want to listen, you said it before, yeah. People that want to be here and listen to this, they'll, they'll be here and listen mm. to it. You mm. know what I'm trying to say? People that don't, they won't. It's mm. not for them. Mm. I'm not trying to fit in. I'm trying to attract people that are on the same... Same you know, wavelength. Yeah, man. Of course. There's all that fitting in thing. Because we could have done this differently. We could have structured like... Oh, would you like to introduce yourself? Mm. Welcome back to episode mm. whatever, all of that stuff. That's not, it's not us, you know what I'm saying? And brother, you try to do it a certain way, you try to do it in a structured way and it doesn't work out and you think, wow, what, is it me? And then you think, no, this isn't what I wanted yeah. to do anyway. But I want to be true to myself as well. Exactly. And I'm saying, and true to people, like, I don't want to like, pretend to be something else mm. and then people think I'm that person when mm. I'm not. Like, mm. I'm, I'll give them 100% of who I am. Mm. You know what I'm trying mm. to say? It's funny, I was, um, I was talking to someone today and we had a good conversation and I was telling her like, um, I said, listen, I'm the type of person that will give my worst on a first date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the type of person that will give Let my worst. Because afterwards, it's only going to get better, you know, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm trying to say? Because yeah. you know people like give the whole like the best image and all of that it, stuff and then... You know, it's funny. I had someone um, say something to me that was quite revealing to me as well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I had someone say something to me that was quite revealing, yeah. Because on a date, I would always start with my negative points. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm cool, but you know, sometimes I'm this, sometimes I'll be like that, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And I, I, I thought that was just me being honest and transparent and open. And of course, it is to some degree. 
when someone says, well, why do you always start off with your negative points? Mm. That's who you were or that's who you are in certain environments and situations. But how do you know that's who you are across the board? Mm. You're not giving people this negative perception of you that might be unfair to yourself because mm. you're not showing, you're not telling people to think the, the, you're not showing them about the great, great qualities you yeah. have. Um, and they might bring out the best, better things in you. They might not even bring out those negative qualities in you, mm. but they might be able to manage it. Like that's completely irrelevant. Stop, stop seeing yourself like that. And I was just like, that is a very good point. Maybe it's a bit of a self-sabotage thing, but mm. that's a very good point. Another thing, and there's a recent thing that, like, and it's only someone said it to me, a few people said it to me. Like, but when I say few, I literally mean like three, two or three people, but people in good positions said to me, like, stop apologizing. That you were going, oh yeah, sorry. I'm just like, why, why are you apologizing? No, obviously, if you're if you're if you're genuinely in the wrong for something yeah. and you say, yo, bro, I'm sorry for that, then cool. But I don't apologize for like just just bullshit stuff. Like, or just like for being, or yeah, like, yeah, you know, being, like, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Can I interrupt? Like, why are you apologizing? Yeah. Just say you're going to interrupt. Don't stop saying sorry. Listen, that happened to me today. I was I was <laughs> I was coming out of the lift and the lift just opened, and obviously there's a woman trying to get in, and I'm leaving. I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, why am I saying sorry? I'd even do that if I'm coming out of the lift. What am I saying sorry for? It's a British thing because we we seem to think it's a way of just being polite and being nice. But in a way, it's a way of putting yourself on the back burner. And sometimes you shouldn't do that. So sorry to jump in. Do you know what? There's another thing I stopped doing as well, yeah? It's the, um, like, do you get what I mean? Thing. Yeah. Or do, you, do, you, do you understand? Yeah, do you understand yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Or does it make sense? Does it yeah, make that's yeah, the yeah. worst one? Does it make sense? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's almost like someone saying something and go, does it make sense? And they're not being confident about what they said. You need that validation just, thing from what someone yeah, else is saying. Yeah, it does make it's sense. Like, so it's like, I start, I start thinking like, right, like, I'm, what am I saying? Like, things I'm saying, is it even, am I even believing it myself? If I go, yeah, does it make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Did, like, shit. That's a good point as well. Because that's something I've probably not noticed that I do. I might do that. So like, do you get what I'm saying though? So like, <laughs> do you mean like, yeah, yes, you, you, I, unless I'm talking mm. crap, then you will get what I'm saying. Yeah. If they don't get what I'm saying, then that's fine. And also I, I'd want people to have the relationship with me. They go, you know what? I don't get what you're saying. Mm, and if mm. they can't do that with me, then I don't want to have a relationship with those yeah, people. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm trying to say? Fair. It's like, bro, it's like I've got something on my face and if they're sitting there the whole day and not telling me I've got something on my face, then... Yeah. That's wild, yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, my life is beautiful, man. You gotta appreciate it, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You gotta appreciate it, and you, you gotta. What, a, what was it? There was a quote that was so powerful, and I'm so pissed that I, I don't remember it completely. But um, it was something like to say to wish everything was good all the time means you don't appreciate life mm-hmm. because life. The, the whole the whole purpose of life is to be good and bad yeah. you know what I'm saying is to be happy and sad is to be sunny and rain mm. and to just want one thing all the time means you're not actually ex- appreciating the whole experience yeah. and I'm all part of us ex- appreciating the experience of life um, as well as getting in touch with nature a little bit more yeah and you know? each, each one of those things they give meaning of course each one of them of it's, course. Like, it's like life doesn't exist without death like, death doesn't exist you know what I'm saying it's just mm. it goes hand in hand although death is a weird concept to a lot of people I think yeah. even to me it's a weird concept it's the final we hate the we hate things ending we hate the fa- the mm. things just saying yeah we're done we hate, like, we hate what? Like, yeah yeah it's it's a long conversation like to even get into it maybe we'll do another part two and yeah, we'll talk yeah, about it but, but even for me um, 
Like I've, I've changed my relationship with death completely. Is it? Like I, yeah, I, I see it very differently now. And sometimes like people look at me like, oh, it's like, are you, they kind of see me like as this like cold hearted person. Like if I'm not responding in a certain way, but I've just mm. come to accept it. Mm. And I just, I just come to see it as like, um, and, and I say this a lot of the times, like I'm playing around with this idea that I'm already dead. Mm. I'm just remembering how I got there. <laughs> Like and it's 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 a it's that's a, it's kind a of mad, you know. And it's and it's bro, it's kind of mad, bro. Yo, yo, and and, 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 and that's you know, kind of mad, you know what it is, yeah. And it's like, um, oh shit, like not many people would get it as well. You know what I'm trying to say? You I'm might get it. Away. You might, yeah, you, you you get you might get it, but some people won't. It's like it sounds like like an alien language to them, and it's just, but it's kind of like it's giving me a whole different way of experiencing life. You know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, yeah. and, and then my question is always like, what else do you want to remember? Bro, I've not got, that's something I'm going to think about for the yeah. rest of the evening and probably for the rest of the weekend, you know. I've already died. I'm just remembering how it's I fine, I'm, I'm already dead. Like, I don't, I, I know it sounds weird. Like, it's, I'm already well, not dead. Really, you're dying. Well, dying, no, no, but I'm already here. dead. It's like, okay, cool. What's, what's, like, think about it this way. We're having a conversation now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say, like, just imagine you're on your last, like, let's say, like, three seconds of life now. Yeah. For you for you to get from here to there is gonna be in an instant. Mm. Mm. I know I know it sounds a bit like No, nah, but I'm with you though, I'm with you. I'm but you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, by the time you're there, you might even remember this conversation. You yeah, might be like, yeah. raw, like we was talking about this, like you know, like when you go, oh, I've done that thing like like ten years ago, but mm. it feels like yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's this, because there is no And this was the lead up to it. This is the lead up to the big moment. Yeah, it's it just finishes. A, yeah, it's this bro, it's like it's still this day. Like I've been thinking like that for the last year and it's just it's fucking insane, bro. Like I just I'm still not comprehending it fully, but I like that though. Yeah. That's sad, that's sad. I'm just yeah, I'm just it's it's and yeah, it's giving me like a like a different appreciation of um enjoying the process of yeah. getting there. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying the process of getting there. And I, that's what I was gonna say earlier, I forgot to say it, but I think for me the combination of Living a meaningful life is a combination of enjoying the process and having purpose. Mm. It's like if I get those two correct, it's like everything else is like, bro, like, and like I don't care about the outcome of this podcast. Like, whatever happens after, that's all good. Mm. It's a bonus, you know. Mm. We release mm. it, people watching this conversation here is it's, it's there. It's out in the universe. That's that's the more precious than anything else. Mm. There's just there's something that you said that kind of inspired me on this one thing I remember this. Three things that people need in life: something to do, something to look forward to, and someone to share it with. Mm. And I think once you have those things in any capacity, you're good, bro. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like Jay Z said. Um, Jay Z said that if he had all the money in the world tomorrow, but there was no people that existed, and he's the only person, like, what does that mean? He's not like he's got no one to share it with. Mm -hmm. you know? It kind of like that. That shit put put it in context for me, like how important people are. Yeah, overall. yeah. And, and and experiences in general. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, man. Um, right, listen. I'm gonna ask you. We 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 good for time, yeah. All right, cool. Um, it's it's the last question. Anyway, we're gonna start checking okay, out. But okay. before I ask you that question, is there anything you want to promote? Anything I want to promote? Yeah. I so our community, a small little nice community. Yeah, this um, this thing I shot today, I suppose that's coming out soon. Mm. That'll be coming out next week. It's like a little Christmas Christmas video that I've done, which is dope. Mm. Um, 
EP's coming out in the next year, like in the new year. I'm hoping sometime soon, like mm. January, February times. And just more content, bro. Let me just put, let me just push what I've been doing. I'm I'm out here getting yeah. it. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm grinding too much and I'm just Louis the hippie man. That's what I'm yeah. promoting right now. Do you know what I'm I saying? Ho- I hope that people go check out your Instagram as well and the content you've yeah, got there so far because um and like I hope that they do that for them for them. Because I know if they go there and watch some mm. of your videos, they'll get something from it. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm telling them to do it just so they can yeah. You know what I'm saying, get something from it as well. I appreciate it, man, and you know I appreciate the time as well. I appreciate the conversation. It's been a, uh, it's been fulfilling for me. It's been nurturing. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Likewise, man. It's just uh, you, yeah. you said some things. I'm definitely gonna take away. Yeah. Especially the dead thing. I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead already. I'm just remembering how I got there. That's yeah. that's powerful, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um. But yeah, man. So, make sure you check out with a question of um, when you get a chance to say something to eight billion people. What would you tell them? <laughs> Remember you're one of eight billion. That'll just be it. Yeah. <laughs> like that, However you take that is how you take that, but you're one of eight billion. Whether that means you're rare or whether that means you're you're not as po- as important as you think you are, which is also quite liberating, you're one in eight billion. Yeah. And it's the smaller that bigger things don't exist without the smaller ones. Exactly. There you go. So the small cog in a small yeah. world, but you're still a cog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, I appreciate you being there. Thank you, man. It's been love, bro. Right. It's been dope. It's been dope.